Hi, this is a Life of Learning podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi everyone. Right, today I went to the London Podcast Festival, which was held, uh, I think it's been held for the last week or so, not sure. Anyway, today is the, probably the last weekend and uh, today's the Saturday. And on the weekend they have sort of like workshops and sessions where, I don't know, sort of like guide people through um, podcasting. So today, what I thought I'd do, not I thought, I was actually uh, recording stuff on the underground as I was going to the festival and then before each session that I was going to go and see, I was actually going to record my reactions after I did record them, but um, they recorded on my SD card on my phone and the SD card just went faulty. So a lot of the audio, well, not a lot of it, all of the audio uh, got corrupted and I couldn't recover it. So I did a little bit of audio um, recording on my uh, other device. So I might add that in at some point. But what I'm going to do now is I just want to share my experience on sort of like my day one at the festival. So um, I arrived at the uh, venue at King's Cross, it's near King's Cross, and the first session was the importance of relationships in podcasting. Now I have to admit I was a little bit sceptical about you know, the title of this session because uh, I was wondering you know, where they're going to go with this session, you know, what they were actually going to talk about. And to be honest, it was, I'm not sure, I think it was probably one of the best ones of the day, actually. I really enjoyed it. The uh, presenters were really engaging and, you know, they shared a lot of tips and a lot of um, anecdotal uh, references from themselves. So that was really, really good. I'll quickly break down what they spoke about. They spoke about having a good mentor if you want to get into podcasting. They also spoke about the um, the network um, sort of like mentor access there looks like there's some resources you know if you want to find a mentor or someone to coach you into uh, doing a podcast there's the podcast academy there's elan e-l-a-n and then ucan u-k-a-n and sounds in color that's what it is so it's ucan and sounds in color so these are the resources that they mention during their talks also, they mentioned other resources about making podcasts. One was called Pod People, Pod Bible, and Hot Pod, and Rise and Shine. These are other resources um, that they mentioned. One thing I would say, sort of like outside uh, the podcasting realm, they were talking about how their connections they made on Twitter and how sometimes the people they follow you know, managers or people in sort of like high positions in media or any other um, environment, they actually post the jobs on Twitter, which I was really, really surprised. And, you know, one of the presenters said that she's had many job offers or not job offers, but job opportunities. And I must admit, I didn't realise that that was a thing that, you know, people actually post job opportunities and vacancies on Twitter. So that's something to... Um, yeah, that's something to look at. So the, the whole really, the, the session was really about creating connections. So one thing that I, my biggest takeaway was I, when people say um, about podcasts and I say I do a podcast, 
and um, the way they describe some of their um, tasks that they do because both of them produce podcasts yeah uh, yeah they produce podcasts and they said they they do the research they construct the questions they do the editing they do the script they do the promotion interviewing recording obviously they're um, yeah, doing the interviewing so they're engaging in active listening they're doing the sound design they're doing the storytelling depending on the type of podcast they do all that and they call themselves producers and I was thinking well I kind of do most of that myself you know for this podcast so next time someone asks me about a podcast I'm going to say well I actually produce one because you know I'm doing all that you know for the podcast obviously they're doing it uh, sometimes themselves they're producing everything themselves or sometimes they've got um, other people to do the maybe the editing or they've got someone else doing the interviewing or they've got someone else doing the sound designing but essentially they all started off with um, well no they had the capability to do everything so produce a podcast from scratch with all the you know the sound effects and you know the storytelling and everything they plan all that themselves so that's one thing that was the biggest takeaway um i actually produce a podcast i don't do a podcast i actually produce because i've really got you know i put all those things together all those skills yeah that was i think that's the reason why i probably enjoyed this session slightly more than the others okay the next one was about scripting and uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I like this one as well, but I think the first one definitely had more impact on me. But I'll just quickly go through the, the scripting for podcasting. I don't really do that much scripting. I really sort of like just plan the, um, the questions that I'm going to ask the guest. And then we kind of just have a discussion around those questions. So I don't really do that much scripting. But one thing, a couple of things I'll mention that they said, and some bullet points here, they said act sound natural so you know be yourself essentially inject personality I suppose that's again you know sort of like be yourself um, have a diversity of voice now I suppose one of the presenters said that you know you've got to again be yourself but if you've got a, a distinctive voice and that's your voice probably don't try and hide it just you know just be natural also varying the lengths of your sentences um, if you're writing a script yeah it's going to be something that you can try to um, listen to when you're probably editing and find out whether you are doing maybe just two short sentences or um, just doing very long ones so I think yeah it's good to sort of like uh, mix it up and I think that's that, that was yeah I think that was a good piece of advice and one thing they said that in a podcast I suppose it applies to radio but one thing that I think Terry Wogan said um, one of the um, presenters uh, who's a presenter on Radio 2 I think BBC Radio 2 he said that remember you're talking to one person which um, yeah that sounds like a good advice or a, a way to think about when you're talking to someone you're actually talking to just one person and also imagine yourself talking to that one person so it's like you're engaging in a conversation with that person because that's one thing that um, they said in this session or one of the presenters said that podcast so people that listen to podcasts listen to them when they're alone and uh, yeah, I found that um, 
yeah I found that really interesting and it's yes yeah, the same as me I listen to podcasts yeah when I'm on my own I, uh, yeah I mean I'm listening to it you know if I'm out and about you know washing up the dishes doing cleaning or you know whatever I'm doing now so I'm listening to podcasts so yeah that's um so yeah that, that this session was good oh yeah one thing that they they came up with a quote i don't know where it's come from but the quote was sucking at something is the first step towards being sort of good at something so essentially that's how i approach this podcast i thought yeah i'm probably going to suck at first i'm not going to be great at first i'm not going to be you know as well as i'd like to be but i'll learn and you know learn as i go and i think that's one thing that you know if you're ever looking to get into podcasting you're never going to be the polished article in fact you know you you've got some people that have done three or four hundred episodes or even a hundred episodes and they still think that they've got a lot to learn so i think that's the reason why i like podcasting because there's just so much growth and you have to adopt this you know sort of like growth mindset oh yeah a couple of other things as well about um recording the intro one thing they did say was you might you might sometimes better off recording the intro at the end instead of at the beginning because you're sort of like in your flow and stuff like that so uh, that was one good thing that was one good tip which i'm going to see if i can try and adopt and then the final session that i went to was it was podcast basics and uh, this was this was basically telling you how to start a podcast um, well, it was a bit more than that. It was actually the, the, the sort of like the technical side of it. So once you've done your recording, uh, there were various editing um, packages that you could use to edit it. And then uh, they gave you some tips about recording. Um, a couple of ones I'll mention here. Oh yeah, get a dynamic microphone. That was one thing that they said. Um, and, and try and improve the sound as as best as you can. They spoke about if you're recording in a room, close the curtains to make sure that the sound doesn't um, echo out. What was it? Yeah, try and record in a small room with a carpet. I think the other one was, oh yeah, so I've got it written down. Why am I saying that? Yeah, um, record underneath a duvet. They said that was one thing that um, that you could do. Yeah, obviously close the windows to make sure that there's no background noise from the outside. Oh yeah, and they said another one was good was said when yeah, so this is in the editing process now. So when you're doing the editing, try and close your eyes. Once you've done the edit and you want to go over, you know, a couple of phrases or whatever, close your eyes and try and listen to um you know, the audio with your eyes shut. Probably one way of um I don't know, getting a feel for what it sounds like. Um what were the other things as well? Oh yeah, that's it. They, they they said that when you do a podcast, try and be able to do everything yourself. So I've already mentioned this before that you know if you're doing a podcast on your own, you're the you know you're the script writer, you're the you know the um, the editor, you're the um, storyteller, you're sound designer. Sorry, yeah, the sound designer. Yeah, you're the interviewer. You're doing the recording as well, so you're doing everything. So they said that try and be good at everything of all those skills, because if you want to get into podcasting, you could go in as just an editor, you know, and you know just be part of the editing process for a podcast, or you could go in and be a sound designer, um, you know, for a podcast. You know, if if you're proficient at it. So I think that's one thing. I would say that I'm 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 decent at all those um 
all those sort of like functions, all those um, activities that you know make a podcast. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, when I first started podcasting, I didn't realise that there was going to be so many, so many areas that I was going to touch with just doing a podcast. And uh, I suppose the main thing was the the creativity that it brings. That you have to be real. I think you have to be very creative and have loads and loads of ideas if you're going to sustain a podcast. And you know, if it's something that you really enjoy, you can need to be creative because you need to come up with um, lots of um, lots of good ideas. So um, I think that was the one thing that I will say. I'll finish off now. And there was one person um, during the interview stage in the last interview, and they said that they were going to look to do a podcast. And um, they said that you know podcasting is oversaturated. And the presenter said no, and I totally agreed with him. I don't think podcasting is saturated at all. It's such a new media. You know, it's not even been around for not even twenty years yet. And, you know, there's just so many areas that haven't been explored. It is still new and and anyone can get into this space and, you know, enjoy it and, you know, can actually make money. So tomorrow I'm actually going back to the um, festival. There's um, going to be a session on, well, there's going to be a session on recording and there's going to be a session on audio fiction and then there's a final session that I'm going to go to and it's about making money and that's going to be with um, ACAS. Um, yeah, ACAS. They are the... ACAST, sorry. And they are the sponsors of the podcast. So um, so I'm definitely going to go to that because I definitely want to find out whether there is in, whether there's money to be made making a podcast. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll see that. So yeah, I think that's it. Um, I'm going to see if I can try and, and do some more on-site recording i met some really wonderful people today two ladies one was from brazil who's um doing um podcast for news in brazil really nice person another person who wants to do um, a podcast for women related in saudi arabia she hasn't started yet but uh, i can sense that uh, she's very close so yeah, today was a really, really good day. Really, really, really enjoyed it. And uh, I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. Bye. Okay, today is day two of my uh, sessions down at the London Podcast Festival at King's Place. And today um, I went to two sessions one was about recording live and the second one was about monetizing your podcast with um, Acast which is a platform where you can actually um, yeah, make money from um, from producing um, your podcasts anyway so the um, the first session uh, recording live <laughs> this was a funny one really because I tried to record live during the event um, with just my Apple Bluetooth headsets and using my iPod Touch. Um, the audio wasn't great at all and I was going to use it on this episode but the quality of the audio is not that great so I learned a lot about trying to record stuff live. So that's the reason why I'm doing more but everything that I'm going to produce for this episode is going to be uh, in the evening. I've written some notes. I've listened to some of the audio. So I'll, some of the stuff that 
uh, may have forgotten that I can remember so I've gone through some of that so let's just talk about the the first session the live recording one um, let's talk about a couple of main things about the location so if you're recording live find out what the locations like and um, you know what facilities you've got there and also inside the actual area that you're going to record just to make sure that there is um, you know you've got enough power um, you know the sound the furniture you know the acoustics of the area that you're going to be um, doing the recording from and there's ways that you can improve the recording yeah there are some things that you can improve um, when you're in the location uh, so they just gave you sort of like tips and ways of trying to improve the um, the, the, the sound so one, one thing they did say that you know no matter how much you prepare there will be things that will go wrong so you just really just need to be prepared for that and just try and navigate around that you know that that, that scenario if that ever happens so yeah they also mentioned about the mics there are two types of mics you can use the condenser mic and the dynamic mic a pod a session yesterday they mentioned about most of the podcasters will use dynamic mics um, so yeah so I mean that's the mic that um, I'm using at the moment oh yeah so in terms of recording there was a couple of little things that I've kind of picked up myself but I um, just want to highlight more in um, in this episode is that if you are in an interview and I've done it before several times if I want to repeat something I'll repeat it again whilst you know we're recording so I'll just say to the you know the guest let, let me say that again or if they want to say something again they say make sure that you do all the recording at the same time don't try and add anything else in post because it will just sound different so you know if you need to repeat a sentence or there's something that you know you want clarified again or you want it added again just do everything during the recording even if it's at the end or it's out of place at least you've got that original chord recording in the same sort of like environment so that was one good thing um, yeah so th I think yeah that was uh, probably one of the main things that I, I, I try and do and I'm going to do it more um, also what was there yeah okay that was another thing final thing couple of final things here is um, as soon as you've done the recording back it up to the cloud back it up on another SD card um, I mean this is all for recording remotely but this can apply you know even if you're recording in your studio office come you know whatever area that you um, ever room that you uh, do the recording in so yeah they said back it up straight away um, so for me I use zoom and that gets backed up to the cloud so um, um, yeah so I'm hoping that I'm never going to lose any content um, because it's always backed up to the cloud it's there for as long as I want it to be so that was uh, one good thing they also mentioned about uh, if you're recording in a live audience setting um, you produce or you have something about a release form I'll tell you what I'm not going to add this bit in I'm going to take this bit out right. yeah also they mentioned about getting lab mics they said lab mics are quite popular they're the ones that you can put on your lapel 
Um, they said they're quite popular for um, recording remotely. So I just need to really investigate on that if I wanted to do that again. Also as well, they mentioned a term which I'd never heard of. It was called um, wild track. And that is when you record something in a we record the room when nothing's going on so it might pick up lighting you know the light noise it might pick up uh, air conditioning might pick up a fan might pick up a lot of the other ambient noise around in the building uh yeah and they said um, that's called a wild track i don't know why you would do that um there must be a reason i didn't ask about reasons why you would do that i probably missed that but yeah, I just thought that was a term that I'd mention. So yeah, they um, one thing they did say, the biggest takeaway was just try and get everything right on the day and don't rely on post-production. Um, yep, yeah, so as I said, the main thing was, you know, if you need to repeat a sentence or do something like that, just, you know, say it, you know, record it on that day. So yeah, so it was, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting enough had a few takeaways that I'll try and use in the um, in my podcast. Right, and the final one was about trying to monetize your um, podcast. Essentially, um, there's a couple of things. I'll just I'll just mention some bullet points on that. To be fair, um, there was a was a guy that was a teacher, and he's been teaching for about twenty years. He started his podcast in two thousand and nine, and essentially. He monetized it and produced premium content um, in 2018. And since then, well, maybe not since then, but in that time, he's transitioned from being a full-time teacher to being literally a part-time teacher. And he's doing the podcast full-time. So, you know, I mean, he's been doing it a long time. But, yeah, he's um, he seems to be making quite a lot of success out of it. The only other thing about the ACAS one was, yeah, there was two other things I want to say. They said that you don't have to have loads and loads of episodes in order for you to monetize. You can monetize now, you know, and try and, um, you know, make some money from your podcast now. So I don't think that you have to wait years and years and years. Just, I think they basically just said, just go for it. So that's, um, that was one thing that I thought was pretty good. Um, yeah, and I think the, the the one other take that from this session was, uh, and I, I'll, I'm going to see if I can try and remember the actual lines. It said, "Respect your audience because they're giving their time to listen to your episode." So I thought, hmm, that's a really nice quote, and it's something that you know I'm going to think about. And I think if you know if you're looking to set up your own podcast. I think it's something to I don't know, just sort of have in the back of your mind. So I think yeah, that was um, that was a really 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 good quote. Ah oh, yeah, another thing they mentioned as well. Um, now I'll tell you what I mentioned that in the sort of like the wrap up of um, the whole of the podcast um, festival. You know, the two days that I went. As I said, I mainly went to the workshops. I didn't go to any of the um, the actual podcast shows. You know, the ones that. Um, produce podcasts there was quite a few of the famous ones there I didn't know many of them uh, but I'm sure if you're in that you know if you're in that field you'd know well if you if you I'm sure if you these are the popular ones and I've never heard I've never listened to them I've never looked out for them 
Okay, let's do a wrap up of what I learned and some of the big takeaways that I got from the podcast. One thing that they mentioned was, and they mentioned it in quite a lot of time, is niche. Find a niche audience. There's um, there's always something out there that someone wants to listen to. So try and find your niche audience or niche 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 subject, and you know just and you, and, if, and if it's your passion, yeah, then just do a podcast on it and you'll find an audience. Um, so they did say that a lot and they mentioned that in several, several of the lectures. The other one was um, my discussion with other podcasters and other people at the at the festival just talking to them about you know what they you know what their company do at the moment the most the people that I spoke to the most were the ones that were thinking about not thinking they were heavily um, working on getting their podcast set up and there's just one thing I noticed and they had the same sort of like I don't know nervousness uh, I suppose a little bit a bit frightened about actually starting it they seem to have you know all I they had all the everything their concept already nailed down. Some of them had even started doing some editing and you know working out how many um, you know what 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 shows that they were going to plan and stuff like that. And they were just sort of like um, still I'm in an hour in about when to start. And I did encourage them to say, look, it's not going to be good to start off with no matter what. But in order to get good, you have to start. I hope they took a little bit of that advice I mean I when I first started thinking about doing a podcast I think I started in thought about it in maybe April of 2020 during the pandemic and then I think it took me maybe a couple of months to actually produce my first show so you know I'd obviously been thinking about it doing a podcast for quite a while but I didn't um, I think seriously was really during sort of like uh, 2020 so yeah I think that's one thing that I got from a lot of people and I think it's only natural for people to feel that way that you know they need to they want to get they want to produce something decent and good to start off with but you know I was just happy just to get it out and then sort of like work on it and improve later so um, so that was one thing that I got from quite a lot of people and I spoke to another lady who was I mentioned it in on day one I met her again she's doing um, she wants to do a podcast for women in Saudi Arabia with involved in science and it's that is really niche really really niche and she showed told me about some of her um, some of her ideas and they were really really good ideas and I think they're, they're, they're you know that's really niche that she's um, going to be, you know, so going into that subject. But one thing she said, she went to a um, another session which I didn't go to, and she said that if you want to get your podcast commissioned, and the way I believe is commissioned, if you know someone will pay for you to do your podcast, and then they'll, I don't know, probably distribute it and you know get it out there, maybe on the BBC or some other. Um, uh, broadcasting network or whatever so essentially she said that in order to be relevant 
if you were to wanted to get it commissioned, you'd have to produce at least 40, potentially 40 episodes. Now, the context of this lecture was more about um, storytelling, so it was more about fiction. But this lady that wants to do the, um, the Saudi Arabia podcast uh, for women, she wants to do it, it's more of a documentary, so I'm not sure whether that would still apply to um, to her, you know, the, the, the area that she's looking to do. But, um, yeah, and it sort of like got a little bit, not worried, but she was thinking, wow, you know, to get 40 episodes, you know, it would, it would take her ages, and it's not as if it's her main job. So, I mean, I spoke to her, and I thought, yeah, I thought 40 episodes was, you know, I thought that was quite a lot, but obviously, maybe that's what you know what you know people that are looking to commission are after because they said that you know that you've got to produce something consistently so people stay you know so it stays in the public eye and I, I get that from a from a um, when you're trying to sell something you want people to be engaged all the time for a long time so yeah so I thought that was quite interesting you know 40 episodes you know to stay relevant something that came from another session which I didn't go to which I found interesting oh yeah one other thing from a personal point of view um, was I wish I had um, especially this lady that was doing the podcast for the Saudi Arabia um, Saudi Arabian women so for women in, in Saudi Arabia I wish I'd got her details and I reckon I could have got her onto the podcast and we could have discussed not maybe not her concept but um, you know what we thought of the actual um, podcast festival ourselves so just a sort of like a big um, sort of like um, the stats in terms of not the stats but the, the people that attended um, the lectures I mean the final lecture the one with ACAS it was a big hall essentially a big hall and it probably could have fitted I don't know maybe about 100 people there were only 5 there so um, that and that was a free one um, I mean, I didn't think the content was as good as the other ones, but uh, it just goes to show that there's still a lot of growth out there for podcasting. Um, I think that um, one lady said that um, you know podcasting is saturated in one of the um, in one of the sessions, and I totally disagreed with her. And even the presenter, you know, said it straight away. No, it's not. I mean, podcasting's only been around for probably maybe 10 15 15 16 years and it's only been sort of like um i don't know it's only been sort of like um, it's only been popular i don't know maybe in the last eight years and i still think that there's still room for growth because you know there's always you know there's always going to be someone out there that wants a podcast that no one has, you know, no one has come up with. So, I definitely think there's um, definitely not saturated, and I definitely think there's, you know, if you wanted to start one and you've got, you know, good ideas and it's niche and it's something that you enjoy, I think you should start one up. Um, would I recommend for you to go to the podcast festival? I would say yes, and the reason why is for me, I got a lot from it, and it was just great to geek out with 
other podcasters or people that are looking to do podcasting and to just listen to about podcasts and you know the ways that you can improve you know your podcast and um, and just everything else so I would say yes I really enjoyed um, going to the London uh, podcast festival really really good and uh, I think if you know if, if you are interested in podcasting I think it's uh, worth going especially the workshops which is which are the ones that we are focused on this year so um, yeah hope you enjoyed the episode this is the first time I've done a one-on-one uh, -on -one myself <laughs> just me myself and I session so I'm hoping to do maybe a few more of these uh, I learned a lot um, about doing this episode so that's it thanks a lot hope you enjoyed the show